Hey there, uh, Party World Wrestling Multiverse. This is the PWR podcast, the PWR cast, Party World Wrestling's only uh, podcast, I guess. Uh, I'm Lux, the host of the show. You know me, and you know my usual co-host, uh, Commissioner Chris Monica, but he is not here today. He's off... Uh, I'm not really entirely sure. It's uh, something about a contract signing and some robot. We'll see. We'll get to talk to him later. But we're back on the Zeppelin. Um, it's docked now off the coast of a small um, island. And who should we find surfing the waves on this small, unknown island? Uh, but real-life celebrity Chet Blitz. And Chet Blitz joining us in the studio today on the Zeppelin. Chet, welcome to the show. Hello, Lux. It is truly a pleasure to be here on the PWR cast. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a pleasure to have you. It's been a while since uh, since we last saw you. Could you give us a little update on uh, the goings-on in the life of Chet Blitz? Yeah, so I've been doing a lot of surfing. This is really my first wrestling-related foray in uh, quite a while um, due to the traumatic experiences with my uh, evil conjoined twin, Chad. And um, I just wanted to make a quick note um, to all the people who have been posting on my social media, I'm Chet, uh, not Chad. I was not the doer of the uh, various nefarious doings that Chad did, although my heart does go out to his many victims. Um, more alarming than the people who have been uh, lobbying some pretty harsh criticisms my way are uh, Chad's admirers. I would really... I would really prefer if you would stick to uh, your various Facebook groups, Slacks, and subreddits, mm-hmm. um, rather than posting on my my media accounts, um, which I'm really trying to avoid right now. Anyway, yeah, um, let's actually let's let's talk about that before we get into to what exactly you've been doing. Um, so yeah, you said you mentioned that you're getting messages from uh, Chad's admirers. Uh, what what are those messages like? Well, I guess I should give a brief recap of uh, everything that happened. Um, several years ago, I was involved in a contest for Party World Wrestling that was sponsored by the beverage Hellsport. And upon taking a sip of Hellsport, my body went slack. And uh, I still somehow managed to prevail, despite having no control of my limbs, over Trap Boss. But uh, I really was not in control of my body several months later i appeared to reappear but what had happened is that my evil twin who had been living inside my stomach this entire time chad blitz took over uh my body um and i was uh consigned to the front of my stomach um various things happened i became the leader of a hellsport cult um but eventually uh, he, because the supplies of Hellsport were running low and Theodosia beat Chad up so well, I got control over my body again. And uh, here I am. I've been on a hiatus away from the public eye. Um, but apparently, and this was complete news to me, uh, Chad still has a lot of loyal followers even though his uh, whereabouts are unknown and they think that I'm Chad, but I'm not, I'm Chad. And, uh, I really need this space therapeutically speaking. Right. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you got a lot going on. That's like, that's what I'm curious about is like when, when you get these messages from Chad fans, like what, what do they say to you? Um, 
just a lot of things like, I like your general attitude, bro. Uh, Theodosia is extremely bad. You're very good. And uh, we like it when you enslave people and cause them to mutate using an evil energy drink. It's <laughs> a really specific movement, it sounds like. Well, I mean, that's the general gist. Okay, uh, I, sure. I, I could read you a specific one if you would like. I, that's exact, That's sort of really what I'm asking for, yeah. Like, if I get a really, like, just a specific example. Okay, here goes. Um, they're using some kind of... Uh, strange surfer speak which i don't really understand so well, wait uh, what <laughs> yeah just uh using a lot of like surfer slang like it's part of my personal brand to speak with a uh, you know the finest english grammar but these people use words like uh narnar and stuff sure. like on the reg Whereas I, you know, I don't use words like that. I'll use a word like gnarly or bodacious. Right. That makes sense. Uh, okay. So, like, here's a message, for example. All right. Yeah. Lay, lay it on me. Whoa, Chad. It's totally weak sauce. Uh, how the, like, most unnarnar Chet uh, seems to have made a reappearance. I wish that you would come back uh, because I love Hellsport all day. Huh. Just stuff like that. Yeah, wow. What a, what a strange... Well, you know what? Different strokes are different folks, I guess. And if people love Chad, people love Chad. But we're not here to talk about Chad. We're talking about you, Chad. And I have questions. Question one. Yeah. So so after after uh, Theodosia, for all intents and purposes, uh, beat the evil out of, out of your uh, conjoined twin... What was sort of the first thing you did with your newfound uh, uh, autonomy? Honestly, uh, it's not glamorous, but uh, I'll tell you. Well, yeah, I'd love to hear it. I had a lot of peanut butter. Just straight peanut butter out the jar? Straight out of the jar. Finished that entire jar. Poured a bunch of milk in the jar at the end. Drank that Whoa, to uh, get the peanut butter. A little peanut butter uh, milk? Yeah, well, I wanted to get the, the peanut butter out of the various nooks and crannies of my mouth. Um, you see, I hadn't, nothing had gone into my mouth for uh, for really several years, except on the days that uh, Chad would torture me by pouring Hellsport all over uh, my uh, face, which was on uh, the front my of his stomach. stomach. Right, right. Yeah. The, um, it couldn't mutate me anymore because the mutation had already been completed. But it did. It did hurt stomach, my eyes. Sure, and if you're a face living on a stomach, like how much more mutated are you gonna get? You know. Yeah, I mean, like that's pretty peak, peak mutated. I feel like. Um, yeah, pretty much. So yeah, so you ate. All right, well, chunky or creamy? Let's start there. It was chunky. It was chunky. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted as much texture as possible. Right. You really, it's really crazy how much you miss textures when you're just a. Uh, a face on a stomach who doesn't get to eat. Yeah, that's actually, that's fascinating. Did you miss texture more than taste, do you think? Well, let's see. Because peanut butter has a taste. Yeah. Well, I wanted taste and texture. Right. But I was just wondering if there was, like, one that drove. Because there are definitely things that are more taste, like, have more flavor than peanut butter, you know? Like, if you'd gotten, like, a, like a, like a mission-style burrito. I think I miss texture more than taste. 
Word. Well, that makes sense. Um, because occasionally, if I was really bored, I could just bite the inside of my mouth and taste blood. And I would do that, like, once a month or so. Sure, sure. You know, you got to find what you can get. And I feel like you're, like, an athletic, like, you're a person in your body, you know? So I feel like texture, like, maybe means a little bit more. Um, yeah, absolutely. Although, on that note, um, what with all the peanut butter and eating and everything, I am in the midst of working off some excess weight. Yeah, I was uh, gonna. I was gonna say you seem like you've uh, you've bulked up a little bit since the last time I saw you. I mean, when I, when we saw you out in the water before uh, we called you into the zeppelin, it's, you know, it seemed like you were uh, didn't quite have the same uh, zip and zoom and, and zerve. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'm a bit heavier now. Yes. Uh, also, I'm still getting back in touch with my own uh, with my own body, um, and also I'm I'm. You know, I, I I was traumatized by the experience. I I will probably never be the same. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, this seems like a fundamentally, like, a character-altering, like, your internal character, like, from fundamentally altered by this sort of thing. Um, I I really wish... Wow, I hadn't thought about it that way. Uh, when you put it that way, uh, the situation seems a lot more hopeless, Lux. No, well, it's not that I'm saying you're going to be different in a bad way like you could grow and become like a better person you know i mean uh, jesus christ what i'm not i i I was trying to i was i'm i'm sorry that 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 came out uh sort of uh uninspiring i was hoping to sort of like uh help you see the light here you're gonna just like you're a a butterfly in a in a in a chrysalis i guess there's just like a point where you feel like you've done all the growing you need to do and you have a good thing going and then you drink some hell sport lose control of your functions your evil twin starts a cult in the name of hell sport and uh it's like i thought i thought i was done with this you know like i thought i thought i had some stability finally no, for sure. I mean, I understand that. I mean, it's, it, that's like a that's a hard thing to find in life, and it's something that like a lot of people are seeking out pretty much like you know almost every day. But I guess like I don't know. Like, don't you think that maybe this is you know you could look at this like as an opportunity. Like maybe you'd like you know you you surfed, you were a real life celebrity, but like now you know you've got the world is your oyster, right? Like you could become whoever you want to be. I want to be a surfer, and I want to wrestle as soon as I feel up to it. Yeah, well, let's let's talk about that. Let's uh, change the subject. Um, new subject. You, yeah, you said you want to wrestle as soon as you feel up to it. Um, how do you feel about it? Like, what's like? Are you afraid? Are you angry? Are you- the only person that I'm angry at is myself. Also, Chad. Also, Chad. Right, I was I'm angry say, at him too. Like definitely should be angry at Chad. Um. I'm mostly angry at Chad, but I'm also angry at myself, and I, I think that's a little bit more interesting. It's obvious why I would be angry at Chad. Uh, I'm angry at myself because because I'm so scared. And also, I compromised my ideals by allowing myself mm-hmm. to be sponsored by a drink that I had not fully vetted. Yeah, okay, well, let's... Um... Um, let's, let's, let's talk about those ideals for a second. So like you, you say that you compromise them by like getting into a drink without, like, how did you end up being sponsored by Hellsport in the first place? Like when this whole rigmarole started, let me think back on that for a second. 
you know what? Uh, it was kind of a, uh, it was kind of sprung on me in the moment. I, uh, I had been contracted to work with Party World Wrestling, and um, I remember I was there in the ring, and the match was about to start, and then uh, Chris Monica. Oh, all right, regular co-host Commissioner Chris Monica, of course. Yeah, he came out. And he said, stop, stop the match, bros. Sounds, uh, sounds like Chris. First, we've got Hellsport. Chet loves it. Drink it. Wait, really? He just came out and made you drink Hellsport? Yeah. Oh, well, to, I'm going to put that in my notes. For, to, I'm going to, I got to ask him about that. I mean, like, he didn't, like, force feed it to me, but, like, I was not aware of the, uh, yeah, I was not aware that I would be drinking Hellsport beforehand, and uh, I tend to be very fastidious with paperwork, so right, I get, the, I get, I get that vibe off you. It may seem counterintuitive to our, to the uh, listeners at home, but if you like spend some time ar- around Chet, you kind of can can see that he's the kind of guy who would like have a filing cabinet or something. Oh, I have many filing cabinets. Well, see, there you are. Um, it's pretty much just surfboards and filing cabinets back in Mons du Chet. Um, yeah, sure. Sure. Oh, man, yeah, you really do try to keep it high-minded, huh? Trying to play against uh, against the surfer stereotypes, I guess. I think that's noble. Um, what stereotypes? Oh, you know, like surfers are dumb. Um, they love sand. Well, They're scared of crabs. I am scared of crabs, but that has nothing to do with me being a surfer. Well, I mean, maybe, but maybe it's, you know. Maybe just don't. What was that about sand? Well, surfers love sand. That's like a. I do love sand. Like, it's a natural feature of the beach. Yeah, surfers love sand. I know. I've heard about surfers taking just like bottles of sand home and just like pouring it on their beds while they sleep. I mean, I do take bottles of sand home, but it's only to recreate a beach within my bathtub. Sure. Right. And well, then I slosh the water about to get waves, which, as you know, are kind of my whole deal. Right. No, that makes sense. They just want to bring it, you know, with you everywhere you go. Well, see, so I guess like you're you're playing against some some server stereotypes, but some of them you're, you're leaning pretty hard into, I guess. But yeah, that's that's kind of a cool like it's a kind of like a third wave like feminist message on surfing. Like, look, I can do some traditional surfer things, but it doesn't make me only that kind of surfer. You know, I think that's good. I think it's a good way to kind of like destabilize uh, you know the identity category of surfer, and I think that's noble. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay, we'll we'll touch upon this later because. You know. Anyway. Okay. Sure. Uh, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want you to get like too roasted by our listeners, who I think are. Uh, you know, I don't think would appreciate this kind of categorization. Well, you but, know, uh, look, I'm not here. I'm. I'm terribly sorry. I used to be a much more chill kind of guy. Uh, I. I'm obviously still getting over the effects of a. Uh, of my ordeal. No, and and I totally understand that. Like, I can totally see how that would like you know, make you a little bit more, uh, you know, a gun shy. I'm just gonna let you know that, uh, look, they don't like it. They don't got to listen to the show. You know, I'm here. I'm making the show. I'm on the Zeppelin crash at a beach. And, uh, if people don't want to listen to it, they don't have to, but I'm gonna tell them what I think about this whole surfer situation. Okay. I'm gonna live my truth. All right. Which is apparently, uh, just roasting my truth, but whatever. I'm not roasting your truth. I think your truth's fine. My I... truth is feeling roasted, bro. Well, that's not what I'm trying My to... truth is like a bunch of chestnuts 
on Christmas morn on an, on an open fire. But no, I'm not trying to roast you, Chet. I, I I am being very sincere that I think that you're doing good things. I think that you're okay. I think you're taking a really negative view of your situation. I think that maybe one thing that would help you like start feeling more like you get back in the ring and like get back on the surfboard, lose the extra weight. If you start thinking about this less as like a, a detour off of your path and just like another step to like cement the legend of Chet Blitz. You know what I mean? You're right. Also probably getting rid of all of that peanut butter. Well, it would help with the weight thing. I mean, you don't have to get rid of all of it. I think it's just like a moderation thing. It's kind of difficult if I have any peanut butter, you know, is it like you just go peanut butter crazy? I mean, it's like the great peanut butter tagline. Once you pop, you just can't stop. Right. Classic. Yeah, sure. Everyone knows I mean, it. who, honestly, like, who opens up a jar of peanut butter and doesn't eat the whole thing? I mean, I'll throw, I'll throw uh, me out there on, on that list. Impressive self-control, Lux. Well, I just, I, do, I dose it out by sandwich, you know? Sandwich? I'll be like, I'll make peanut butter sandwiches. And so that way I like... Wait, like... With bread? Yeah, like it goes bread, peanut butter, maybe honey, banana, jelly, some some kind of thing like that, then bread. Whoa. I've had a peanut butter sandwich before, but it's basically peanut butter between two slices of peanut butter. Right, sure. That's what I got. Right, sure. That's really just, I think the technical term for that is just like a lot of peanut butter, actually, and that's not a peanut butter sandwich. But I like slice it into three sections and then stack it up. How, wait, what do you how? Well, it's a it's a delicate operation. But we've established you're like a pretty you know a fastidious details guy. So sure, I mean that makes okay, sense. So here's how you do it: you take the jar of peanut butter, right? All right. It's uh, you get a uh kind of like a laser cutter maybe or uh perhaps a uh, power saw or whatever you have close at hand and you delicately remove the outer shell which is what i refer to the jar as. right like remove the jar like um and um maybe i don't know if this reference is is helpful for you but it's it's sort of like how when you're when you're making a sword with a canister damascus steel to peel off the low carbon steel from the outside yeah precisely right to reveal the sweet sweet high carbon steel inside yeah i'm uh another one of my passions steel in its various forms um oh, we'll, we'll, we should come back to that you've later. really done your research i appreciate this yeah well, uh so you remove the outer jar right and then you've got this peanut butter you need to do this in a very cold place or else the peanut butter is going to fall apart at this point uh i have a walk-in freezer specifically for this purpose um then you slice the uh, the peanut butter inside into three parts. Okay. Take it apart. Switch the top and bottom part, and you put it back together. And then got yourself a peanut butter sandwich. Wow. Yeah. No, that checks out. Um, I never thought about it that way, but I I that sound I can't do. We don't have a walk-in freezer uh, or a power saw on on the Zeppelin, but. I appreciate the ingenuity, and I think that's a pretty. That sounds pretty totally crazy. Um, totally crazy in like a very good way. Yeah, I I assumed so. Um, I'm yeah right. That's like a surfer, 
a surfer thing. Yeah. It's like crazy cool. Right. Cool. Yeah. Dope. Um, all right. Well, so you've eaten peanut butter, um, trying back into surfing. What else has been sort of taking up time? It's been, you know, it's been the better part of a year. Uh, well, um, I've been in therapy. Okay. Um, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. I mean, within reason. Um, just do you have any questions? Well, sure. First, uh, who's your therapist? Um, my therapist's name is uh, Chelsea Handler. Chelsea Handler? Not not like the comedian. Oh, just a different person with the same name? Yeah. Oh, what does she look like? She's great. I really recommend her. Is she like a, a taller lady with like a blonde hair kind of look? Yeah, yeah. Uh, She's actually Chelsea Handler's sister. They uh, have the same name? Yeah, and she looks very similar. Oh, but she spells it... Oh, I think I remember that. She spells it with a Z, though. It's like Chelsea Handler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, sure. Um, and she's a, she's great. She's a good. She's she's you're, she's a great. She's a great therapist. You're making good progress. You think? I think so. I think so. Um, like last week, uh, I was talking to her about how it's been difficult for me to perform any wrestling moves. Every time I try, I freeze up. So she recommended that i uh get a punching bag and so i've just been forearming that punching bag a lot okay and how's that been going have you felt a little bit more a little more confident a little more spring in your step i think that i'm going to be able to hit the punching bag soon um oh you haven't hit it yet i mean i've been trying to forearm it and i usually just stop short and then shiver on the floor for an hour you you collapse like you'll try to hit it and you just fall down it's extremely difficult for me to do any any uh of the fun violence that i used to do um man that that is tragic um can you even do you even can you watch wrestling i'll go back to the therapy in a second i'm just curious can you watch can you even look at wrestling or is that is that too much i can watch wrestling for a short period of time yes um how short uh 30 seconds and then what happens? Um, I, uh, I start crying. Just like, like what kind of, like, like a, like a, like a hard sob or like a, just like a sniffle. Like a deluge of tears. Oh, okay. It's just like a, like a torrent, like a, like a, like a biblical flood. Yeah. Yeah. I can watch one gif a day pretty much. Okay. Um, did you watch any of the clips from any recent PWR stuff, or is that just too like is that a bridge too far? Um, I still have uh, a lot of uh, I, I've watched some of the clips. Um, I, I try to keep up with the uh, with the stuff that Theo is doing. Sure, because she um, kind of like liberated you from like a life of imprisonment. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, I feel like I sort of owe her. Um, I, uh, you know, anything with Kippy is sort of like, I would like to know more about what's going on with her, but, um, understandably her family has asked me not to contact them. Um, but yeah, it's really just, uh, it's all in gift form these days, but, sure. um, uh, yeah, well actually let's, um, God, I want you as a therapist, but here's a good say. What does your therapist say about the Kippy thing? Cause I feel like the Kippy thing has like a, like. 
obviously like the trauma of being trapped in your own body is, is the worst part, but I feel like the Kippy thing probably has like a pretty heavy psychological weight, right? Yeah, yeah. So like how are you dealing with that with your uh, with your therapist? Well, I was a celebrity for a long time and I I still am technically, I suppose. Um something that I need to reckon with is that Kippy loved me and even though I was not the one who who hurt her, it was ultimately her love of me that destroyed her life for a period of time. Yeah, no, that's um, tragic and a hundred percent accurate. Um, I know that's and I think not comforting that, for you to say, but it is true. That is why um, I have so much difficulty now with accepting any love because let's say, uh, heaven forbid Chad ever took control again and people, uh, and he, he decided to just pretend to be me. Uh, and I had like these followers, he could use that influence in some nefarious ways. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's really fair i think i think that's a really smart concern so you think that like you don't think chad's just gone forever i mean where i don't think so no i don't think he's gone forever i think i do think that at this point i have been certified chad free okay that's good um, because he always did well within me unbeknownst to myself which is why he was so twisted obviously right because you're like a chimera but, situation yeah yeah uh, but I think that his energy or his soul or his vibe or whatever you want, I think it was transferred to some other object. Uh, -oh. well, like a, like a Horcrux, right? Uh, I suppose. I've, it's been a long time since I've read Harry Potter. I think that's how those work. Um, that sounds accurate to me. Yeah. Should we, um, well, I mean, yeah, it seems like that's the sort of thing that you should, uh, maybe like tell, like maybe is there someone you could tell about that? Like a ghost buster? I mean, I'm telling you. I, I Okay, sure. I would assume cool. that well, with PWR, they generally have these kinds of contacts. Yeah, sure. So. I guess once we put this out there, maybe we'll, someone will get on the case. Um, I mean, people are people are pretty busy uh, right now. But I'm sure there's, you know, the multiverse is uh, huge and full of uh, people of disparate skill sets. Um, including busting ghosts. Including busting ghosts. Exactly so. Um, okay, he's but, not really a ghost, though. Well, you know, busting ghosts, uh, tracking down spirits, uh, hunting you know, objects, whatever. You know, whatever. Uh, I'm just saying, yeah. there's someone who can do the job. But yeah, so okay. okay. So what is your so when you talk to your therapist about Kippy, right? Uh, you talk about like your fear of like the power of your shit. But like, is there something else going on there? Like, is there like what? I don't know. Like, what are you really that scared of, Chad? Or is there something you're scared of about Chet? I guess is the question I'm trying to ask you. Whoa, that's, uh, am I scared of chat Chad or is there something I'm scared of about Chad? Like beyond my like undeniable charisma, which leads people to, you know, follow me and then evil people can use that in, uh, various bad ways. Right. Aside from your horrifyingly weaponized charm. Um, or is that really well, the, the sum total? 
I am afraid of my uh, appetites for peanut butter, although I have been working through that. Right. And I think we made some progress um, on that on this podcast. And I feel really good about it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, like I'm going to try these sandwiches you were talking about. Yes. With bread and not more peanut butter. Yeah. Um, so I guess what I'm just really afraid of is that I won't work through these issues and that I'll never, I'll never wrestle again. Oh, and sorry. And I need that to be happy and I need to, to know that I can protect people. Chet, Chet, I think I see what's going on here. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Okay. Um, have she, you like always been? I'm all ears. Have you always been like good at stuff? I've been good at two things, and those are the only things I've really done, which is wrestling and surfing. Right. Well, and also being a celebrity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, but like those are things you. Everything you've tried to do, which are those three things, you and filing. I'm very good at filing. Okay, so everything you've tried to do, filing, being a celebrity, surfing, wrestling, you've been very good at. Fair enough, yeah. Um, so this is like your first real, like, and this is even really a failure, but like your first real, like, confrontation with, like, non-excellence, you know? A confrontation with non-excellence. Yeah. Okay. And I think maybe what's happening is that, like, what you're really scared of is that, like, you know you're confronted with something that's not just, you can't just solve it right away. And you're worried that you can never fix it at all. Cause you've always, you've always found success. And now, yeah, I guess one could say that I've surfed through life. Yeah, exactly. So you've surfed through life, but, uh, now there's a, now there are no waves and you're, and you're, and you're floating and, uh, and now it's a lake. And I've got to get a more of a kayak situation going on. Yeah. And like, and you, I think you're scared that you, you can't, you can't switch from surfing to kayaks and that you're just going to be stuck. Uh, yeah, I've been more of always been more of a legs and core strength kind of guy, not really upper body. Right, just what you need for kayaking. And maybe it's time to shift some of those muscles north. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that makes sense. And I think that like I think that's where a lot of this is coming from. That you're just like, uh, you know, like uh, you're you're dealing with your first real failure. I think a lot of people have that like a lot earlier in life. Um, but you didn't. But you have it now, and I think that's probably really traumatic. Mm. Um, you know, because because you and and couple that with the fact that you had to like be paralyzed inside your own body and then like live inside on the front of the stomach of your conjoined twin evil brother. Like you, yeah. you compound all of that, and it's like honestly, if you look at it that way, it seems like you're doing pretty okay. You know, like I feel like you could have fallen apart. Way worse than like just eating too much peanut butter. Also almond butter, but I I see your point. Yeah, no, I think you know. So I'm saying, Chad, I think that you're giving your you're you're not giving yourself quite enough credit. Um, that's really nice of you to say. Yeah, well, you know, we're trying to. It's, it's a this is the PWR cast a positive space as long as Dan's not here. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he, he's a large that- part. That guy. I mean, that. I mean, to be fair, we wouldn't be having this podcast if he hadn't sort of hijacked my Zeppelin and made me crash it in this beach. But um, yeah, true. I still, it's amazing I, that your recording equipment was unscathed. Oh well, look, it's 
we it's a podcast in Zeppelin. So where is uh Daniel the Manual right now? That's unclear. Well, sort of like it was really weird actually. Um, so so he and Luigi Primo were on the Zeppelin, and then we were all fighting about who got to steer it, and it crashed. But sort of as it was falling, they kind of just like stopped being there, and so they're gone, and it's just me and, and, and the Zeppelin dead? crew. No, oh, well, I mean maybe, but there's no like no bodies. I think they're fine. They're probably fine. Okay. Uh, Danny Danny actually just texted me and said "fuck off, nerd." So I think he's okay. Um. Oh. Yeah. He, wow. He he told on the last show he mentioned that he can always tell when I'm talking shit. So. Oh geez. I'm I'm just glad he didn't show up. Um. So yeah. So we've so we've we've kind of been talking about some sort of heavy stuff uh, for a conversation with a, with a surfer, but you know, we've been just trying to catch up and uh, Chad's been going through some tough stuff, but it sounds like you're uh, you're starting things are starting to perk up for you a little bit, right? Yeah, a little bit. And I do want to apologize for my attitude, which could be a little bit negative and aggressive at times, but I'm still trying to find the chill balance that hey, actually guided Chad, me Chad, so hold well. on. We're actually, we're getting a call. What? We're getting, is, we're getting a, call, a phone call. Is this a call in show? It's sort of ambiguous. Um, uh, but we're getting a call, and I'm just, I'm gonna have to answer it. So you're just gonna like you can like keep that apology like on the tip of your tongue. We're just gonna come back to it in a second. I gotta answer this call. I think you got the idea. I'm actually gonna go surf again if that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. You got it. I just gotta hit this button really fast. Um. All right. Later, Chet. It was great talking to you. Peace out. Uh. Hi. Yeah. You're um on the this is Lux here on the party at PWR cast. Uh. Hi. Hey. How's it going? I'm looking for Luigi. Um. I. Do you uh, have you have the wrong number. You for Lux or uh, your full name Luxury? That's my that's my full name is Lux. That's my it's not short for Luxury. Okay, I how are we doing? Uh, I'm I'm good. Who, what's happening right now? Oh, I uh, I should explain. My name is uh, Clint McFinnegan. Okay. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm uh, an advertising guru. And I have an amazing business opportunity for uh, Luigi Primo. Um, and I was looking for him. Oh, uh, well, he's. This is not his number. No, this, this is, is a. Uh, this is a luxury. No, it's it's. Uh, this is this is actually you you you've called the number of of, of a zeppelin that is currently uh, marooned on an island. Uh, Which island? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> this this one. What can you describe it for me? It's got a beach. There's a celebrity here. Um, there's like a Would that celebrity be a uh, Chet Blitz? Uh, yeah, that's the, just the one. Oh, you know, I just you know I think that? I'm on the same island as you, and I uh, I think I see your Zeppelin over there. I can't. That seems extremely unlikely. Do you mind if I just come in? I think it would be easier if I just came in. Would I mean, it be okay if I came in? If you're actually here, then sure, yeah. I mean, come in. But what are you talking about? Okay, let me. Uh... Oh, okay. Uh, Oh. Hey, good good to meet you, Deluxe. Okay, it's just uh, it's just Lux, just the one, just the three letters. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Okay, so you. Um, so uh, as I was saying. So Clint, Clint. McFinnigan? I'm looking for uh, Luigi. I've got a business opportunity for him. Okay, you keep making my name too long and his name too short. You got to figure this out. Um, it's Luigi, and also he's not here. That's why I, I told you that already. He's not. That's there's no one in. Where Luigi. is old E.G. the Killer? Uh, he's, uh, I don't know. I just explained this actually to Chet. He, he was on the Zeppelin and then there was sort of this like a uh, mutiny and he kind of is now he's not here. He's not really dead or anything. I'm pretty sure. 
not dead. That is good because you do not want to be dead when you are starting a franchising opportunity. You certainly don't, but I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. Let me... Does he listen to this, uh, whatever you're recording here? Um, Maybe it'll just look at We don't have stats that specific. I couldn't tell you for sure. Actually, I guess not because he's been on every episode. It's all, about, every episode it's all about numbers, Luxembourg. It's all about oh. numbers. You want those stats. Hey, that was actually, that guess is, that guess is actually pretty good. That, that name stab. That was good work. Um, no, I mean, we have statistics. Like, we know how many people listen. We just don't know who each individual person is. Okay, because it's all about metrics. No. It's all about metrics, which you would know if you were in my line of no, work. No, I mean, I have, I have metrics. I can, I, I'm looking, I can look at the metrics right now. Mm-hmm. I have, I have all, I have episode metrics. I have uh, total, uh-huh. total listen metrics. Um, I've got metrics, man. I've got metrics all over the place. Well, do you have a, uh, do you know how many people who listen to your show have first names that start with the letter L? No. So you can't you can't tell me if Luigi's listening. You can't tell me, even if people with the same first letter of the first name as him are listening. No, uh, no, I can't do that. I hate to tell you this, Deluxe, but your metrics are garbage. I don't think you're right about that. I think our metrics are pretty good. Okay. Anyway, I'm looking for Luigi. I, I am I'm telling you, I don't know where Luigi is. Okay, I'm looking for. I'm looking for Luigi because I've got a franchising opportunity for him. I think he would be really interested. I mean, I, I mean, I guess they could like. Uh, do you want to like leave a message? Um, maybe if you yeah, talk, why do you... we can we can like pitch it out on the pod, and then you can if he hears it, he can you know get back to you or something. Okay. Um. I can, well, I'll, here I'll write this down. So if he, if he just shows up, he, he sometimes just shows up. So if he comes on the Zeppelin, I'll, I can tell him everything. Okay. So uh, as I mentioned, I'm a Clint McFinnigan. Right. I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur. I uh, got my start back in the uh, late '80s with uh, Duke America's chain restaurant, uh, an American dog. It was a hot dog restaurant. No, sure, of course. Very successful in its time. No, sure. Uh, and, uh, times know. changed, though. I have to accept that. Duke couldn't. No, no, it was Duke, his fault Duke what happened. to be a bit of a, of a relic of the past. This, yeah, yeah. Uh, I try to keep up with the youth, you know. Yeah, no, you seem like um, like an extremely hip guy. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm hip, woke, what have you. Sure. All of the things. Uh, uh, well, so, I'm... Um, my resume, I think it speaks for itself. I've had a, you know, I've, I've taken this past decade to sort of step back and uh, reflect on the, uh, the restaurant business. But uh, I am back. I've seen, I came across these videos for PWR on uh, Vimeo, which is where uh, most of my metrics indicate. Wait, Vimeo? Uh, people, are, uh, people are gathering okay. on Vimeo. You are, we haven't been hosting videos on, on Vimeo for a while. It's, uh, it's, uh, I guess, I guess the, the, the full shows are on Vimeo. Are you watching like the entire wrestling show? Oh, oh yes. And I was really struck by Luigi because I noticed that he was a restaurateur, a restaurateur. I think it's restaurateur. I think you were right the first time. A restaurateur. Okay. Uh, uh, and I, uh, 
He has such a such a, a good image, and I think just with a few tweaks, just a few tweaks, we could really uh, make something that could go nationwide well, in no time flat. Don't you think that like a? It took me uh, several years to uh, sort of work up the uh, to work up my pitch, which is why I didn't know about the Vimeo situation. But uh, you know, when I was looking, it was on Vimeo, which is. Uh, the premier video service, uh, right? I, I'd, I'd say probably. Or is it uh, Daily Motion now? Honestly, I'd put Vimeo f- the third, the third place. What's number one right now? I'd say, I'd say Facebook probably is the as the main place that hosts video now. Uh, Facebook and YouTube. Probably you. I've never heard of YouTube. You've, ne- you've never heard of YouTube. No, and, I don't. I don't pay attention to the bush league stuff. I mean, if you uh, have Facebook, I have heard of. If you've got, if you have metrics, I feel like your metrics would point you straight at YouTube as like a here's where stuff is kind of thing. Well, I don't care about you, and I don't care about tubes either. So oh, okay. I care about Luigi, right? About let's, Luigi. Let's get back to the Weege. Um. Um. So yeah. Uh. Like, what's your... Oh, here's my question. Right. I forgot what it was. I got distracted by that uh, weird conversation about tubes. Um, So, you said, like, Luigi Primo, like, caught your eye and, like, really wowed you with the wrestling show. Um, So, why do you even want to change what he, what he who he is? Like, if he's already, you know, sort of I th- blown your mind just as, you know, natural Luigi. Okay. Here's the thing. Uh, yeah. Tell me the- about the thing. Teens love pizza. Teens love pizza. Are we on board with that? We together on that? Yeah. We uh we grokking each other? I, I can grok that for sure. Okay. Teens love pizza. Yes. They don't like Italian accents and they don't like Italian music. Okay? No, if that's true. Look, I understand. I'm Irish. McFinnigan? No. It's difficult for me too, but I don't think uh, but we have to face these realities. I'm not sure you're doing Teens that. Okay, do no. not like Italians. They just don't. They don't like it. Um I mean they accept it now. Uh we it's 2018 well, after all. Sure, but I guess uh, like yeah, you're seeing I guess you're seeing a couple more like a get out of here, get peninsulare kind of Twitter status or like a you're to get your spicy uh, sauces away from uh, from my good uh, American steak. Yeah, I mean, I would try not to be so inflammatory if I were you. If I wanted this podcast to go anywhere, I'm but just, uh, I'm just saying. I understand those, that you're I'm just not, giving I'm not me saying an those aren't those aren't my opinions. I'm saying those are the kind of things you'll see on like on like a Twitter.com kind of situation. Okay, uh, uh, I'm gonna have to write this down. Twitter. Let's see. You should write YouTube down too if videos are like even real. I told you I don't care about you and I don't care about tubes. Well, so okay, let's... I'm trying really I'm really trying to help. I feel the like... only tube I care about is a calzone. Because uh, I'm starting a pizza restaurant here. Right. I feel like maybe this podcast because we call it Lux tries to help and gets yelled at by weirdos. Um uh, excuse me? Sorry, that was just more of a note for me. Okay. I, I guess I care about a Stromboli too. That's also kind of a tube. Sure. Um, also, the crust on the edge of a pizza is also kind of like a well, tube. That's only if it's stuffed crust, though, I feel like. I mean, it's still sort of a I feel cylinder. like it's, it's like a... But it's... Okay. Agree Agree to disagree. I never agreed to that, okay. but well, I, uh, so, I should move on. Okay. Uh, so, kids, they don't... They don't 
They don't hate Italians, but they don't want to have it shoved in their face. You know what kids do like, though? Uh, like uh, electronic dance music. Uh, sure. Uh, like, for example, and this is what the whole this is what the whole thing leans on. This is the crust of the whole. What kids do like? They like three eleven. I don't think look they do. Look, I have been in the restaurant business for a long time, and uh, when I was uh. You know, in the early 2000s, during sort of my uh, my last my last big time, 311 it was all about 311. So right, but here's this is, my this is 2018, concept. and you, I know you know it's 2018. So don't you think that like the tastes maybe have changed since the early 2000s? I 311 is evergreen, my friend. 311 is evergreen. So here's what I'm thinking. Okay, uh, you know what? Yeah, let's Primo's let's, let's hear it. pizza concept. Come to Primo's, come oregano. Primo's <laughs> pizza, come oregano. Okay, that's no, that, I like that better than the first way you said it because it's like eight words shorter. So Primo's pizza, colon, come oregano. Yeah, and that would be the uh, like as in like, like as the tagline. In, that's what as in that's the, as what in the, the song. Whole, yeah, like uh, come original. Right. Um, Primo's pizza, come oregano. Which is, you know, a common topping for pizza. I don't know if you know about this. No, I do understand. Well, it's more of like a com- sauce component, but um, you could use, you could have, you could have a shaker full of oregano. I mean, put you, it on sure, there. people do that, but that's really its main. Okay, it doesn't matter. It's not okay. Um, Are you? Ta- I've been in the restaurant business for a long time. Okay. I feel like you have been in a lot of businesses for a long time. I'm just not sure how much you've internalized from those businesses. I've been in the restaurant business a long time. I don't like this kind of respect disrespect coming from you I'm just, I, again trying to help and just getting reamed um i guess that's what happens when you host a podcast on a zeppelin um i think you're afraid of my innovation i just don't maybe your name shouldn't be lux it should be clux because that's what you're doing like a chicken <laughs> oh. like a scared chicken okay look we're not getting in we're we're not getting into this right now i don't think i don't think it's really I'm doing you a favor, and I feel like you're coming at me with like some real unnecessary rudeness. Truth, truth, necessary truth. Un- coming at you with necessary I'm truth. I'm not scared. Look, so here's of- so here's the thing. Okay, we've already covered this. Kids love pizza. Not a big fan of uh, overt Italian culture. They love 311. So what I'm proposing, what I'm proposing, is that you redo. You redo Luigi's uh, restaurant, and uh, you uh, you make it three eleven themed. Like okay, like play three eleven comprehensively three eleven themed. I mean, we could slip some other some other stuff in there. Some other even in a even in a song like uh, "Come Original," three eleven expressed their respect. For uh, various other uh, hip new bands, um, like what? What? Yeah, I mean you, you should really pull up the. I'll pull up the lyrics to uh, yeah. to come original I'll, right now. I'm doing it. Oh sure, shout so, out, they shout out the Black Eyed Peas. No yeah. FX. No FX. Ronnie Size. Uh, Ronnie Size. Because they're coming full range. Right. Right. Okay, so we could we could play. Music by the Black Eyed Peas, No Effects, Ronnie Size, anyone who comes full range, really. But the crews who are out there who think they're hot, uh, 
if they're not coming original, uh, they'll get shot. I mean, not literally. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a family establishment. 311 says that. That's crazy. Uh, they, you okay, know, so they're I, serious about so coming original. I'm going through this, the, 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 the lyrics right now. And, and it talks a bunch of people come in full range. And so I'm wondering, is that going to mean like expanding the menu into like a more comprehensive, like, you know, a full range situation? Like, are you going to do that? Yeah. So as far as I can tell, Luigi just serves pizza. Yeah. That um, does seem. We're going to, we're going to really expand that. Um, you need, as you probably know. In today's entertainment culture, and this is what this is. This isn't just a restaurant. This is an entertainment concept. You need a full, uh, diverse product line. You need content. So here's what I'm thinking. Italian fusion cuisine. Um, a fusion of Italian. So it's going to be and... all. It's going to be all calzones. Wait, but with wait, every kind, con- we'll have special pizza days. But uh, oh, wait, wasn't the premise of uh, um, a calzone is a inside-out pizza? I okay, the I don't want pizza, to. but I feel like teens love pizza. They don't love calzones. Well, we're coming original. Well, you're coming oregano. Yes, but that's coming original with a spice. Okay, sure. Uh, I mean, we'll have pizza sometimes, yeah, but a lot of calzones. We're really going to focus on calzones, but we're going to have the full range of calzone options. Um, can't just have uh, Italian food. You need to have every kind of filling. So I'm thinking uh, calzones with uh, chicken and broccoli filling. Okay, sure. That sounds calzones good. Calzones with tikka masala. Okay. I calzones can... with uh, cottage cheese or potato. Okay. I can imagine there might be people who'd want to eat that, like a giant, uh, like a giant knish or blintz, really. No, yeah, I, I, I see what you Just mean. Just an enormous, uh, an enormous one. Yeah, um, honestly, even a regular size one's like kind of a lot for me. But, um, well, we've established that you're, you know, are you saying I'm a coward because I don't like to eat like multiple blintzes in one serving? I. I never, I would never use the word coward. I feel like I you're heavily implying something here, and I don't appreciate it. Look, you don't have good metrics. I have great okay? metrics. Your metrics are poor. My metrics are you... fine. <laughs> Listen. 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 I wouldn't. Yes. Excuse me. You you have the voice of an angel, sir. <laughs> Thank you very much. But uh, unfortunately, I'm a uh, I'm in the restaurant business. Right. So you might want to show that to somebody else. Well, if you need someone to to, for, I, I assume you're going to create a, a come oregano song. Oh yes, I've written I've written that song. I uh, I don't have the lyrics at hand right now. But uh, but rest assured, the song exists. Rest assured, you there there is a song. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, um, before we get back to all the different kinds of calzones, um, here's a question I have for you. What does come oregano mean? Coming oregano. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked that, Deluxe. It's not my name. That's not my name. Oh, I'm sorry. Deluxury. No, Lux. I'm it's so glad you asked Lux. that. You added so many syllables. 
I'm so glad you asked me that, Deluxembourg. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> coming oregano is really, it's a mentality. It's about being ready for whatever the world throws at you. Even if that's, say, a lot of 311's music, which I have been listening to quite a bit of for the past 13 years uh, in preparation for this moment. Um, it's about grabbing life by the horns. It's about not being afraid. Okay. Not being afraid and just charging through and being yourself in an Italian spice kind of way. Okay. Um, all right. I Come oregano. Sure. Um, Be brave. Come oregano. Right. Live your truth. Come oregano. 311 is great. Come oregano. All right. Um, so have you thought of any other, like, uh, 311 songs? You don't want to, like, try and blend into the thing? Like, uh, you could be like, Calzone. You know? Um. Like, what? Well, there's Amber is my Stromboli. Amber is the... Amber, Amber is my Stromboli, yeah. It doesn't really fit the meter of the song. Energy. Stromboli. Yeah, but amber is the color of amber is the color of my strong. Amber is the amber is the color of my strong. Drooks, that doesn't seem like the right color. I mean, it's sort of a tan color. I guess, but amber, I feel like has like a really deep yellow to it that I would not want in a food. Well, remember, we're going to be doing fusion cuisine, so there's going to be turmeric in there. It's okay, sure, sure. So, oh, that would yeah. be a good way to pitch like the tikka masala calzone. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Except it's going to be a strombo- a stromboli. Right. Okay, but your team is all a stromboli. Not a detail-oriented guy, are you? Absolutely, very much not. <laughs> really, a uh, uh, really big picture kind of look. Look, I'm living in a crash zeppelin. All right. I could tell that by your your metrics. Get, 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 get fuck off my metrics, man. What is this over here in the zeppelin? By the way, uh, that that you're touching right now. Yeah, yeah. That's a refrigerator. Um, but nearby is uh, is our wind is our wind generator, which is just sort of like a like a particle accelerator that just moves the air around the zeppelin that kind of pushes it forward. Okay. Oh, I wouldn't. Um, please don't touch it. How did you end up in this situation where I have the zeppelin? Yeah, and you live in it, <sighs> and it's crashed. The short version is: I used to live in my parents' basement. They bought a new house using money I had made through various mechanisms and so i had to leave the basement and also it flooded so then i used the money that they then they paid me back for the house that they bought and i used that money to buy a zeppelin that i started to live on and then luigi primo and uh dan the man invaded my podcast doing on the zeppelin with chris monica the commissioner of charity world of wrestling and then we had a mutiny and then the zeppelin crashed on this beach okay yeah gotcha the same same way anyone gets into a crash you know Oh, we've all been there. Yeah, I feel like there's my story is 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 pretty normal. More interesting. When so, I mean, when I was your age, you know, when I was a young buck back in my uh, early forties, like you. Okay, no, that's I'm younger than that. Uh, <laughs> I uh, really? Uh, I'm not even thirty. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know when when you get to be my age, how old do you think I am? Like eighty three. Oh, I usually get like a, usually get like thirty-five. Who who says that to you? Who who tells you you look like you're thirty-five? 
the last time I asked somebody, they said, you know, late 30s. And, you know. well, when was that? Was it like 50 years ago? It was in 2003. I... Because like you, you're you're hunched over, like like in a way where like someone could actually probably ride a skateboard up your back and do a trick, um, and with, it wouldn't hurt your head because your neck's really low, like a kind of like a turtle, and then um, and then yeah, you've got these like long fingernails and this like wispy white hair, and like this. I'm 53. You're 53. <laughs> yeah, I. Sorry, I didn't mean I, know. I didn't mean to sound so aghast. Um but like wh- So you're in your you're in your twenties? Yes. <laughs> wow, I thought I was younger than you. You look like a dead person. <laughs> I thought you thought I was younger than you. I was obviously I thought you were ten years younger than me. <laughs> yeah, no, I no what I'm you're fifty three. Oh yeah, I mean you must be I thought you would ask me how I keep so well preserved, but uh, you've insulted me. Well, I'm not a lot. trying to insult you. I'm just I'm describing for the listeners at home what you look like. Yeah, I have uh, a lustrous mane of white hair. Okay. I have, uh, you know, my body is gnarled and twisted with muscle. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. It's like a right. It's just like kind of. An and I look like I'm 35. Um. Okay. Well, agree to disagree on the last point. Um. And, um, yeah, so, wait, I actually, this, suddenly this raises a question. What, what happened to you at the early 2000s? Because it sounds like you looked your age and had a business, and now you don't and don't. I mean, I'm going to have a business soon, as soon as Luigi hears about this. Right he's going to. now, you neither look to your age nor have a business, and I'm wondering what happened. Okay. That seems to have aged you radically and cost you your business. 2008 was a rough year. Well, for sure, it was a recession. What? There was like a, there was the recession, like a, the housing economy, the bubble burst, and then everyone sort of you know all those investments. Is that was, why all my restaurants went out of business? That's why certainly why many restaurants went out of business? Yeah. Uh, oh. What now? What why didn't my accountant tell me about this? I can't. is it back now? The, Are we in a recession still? I guess I think the economy was improving, but I think it got worse recently. It's been taking a bit of a dip. Okay. Well, this idea is so good that it—I mean, it's evergreen. Three eleven. Right. You think? Yeah. You're, you're um, so you, you're saying three eleven is like recession proof. Oh yeah. 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 All right. Well. Um. So, two thousand eight. My uh. 2008 all of my restaurants went out of business right um my wife left me sure but i think the uh i think the real thing is uh i think it was this juice diet i was doing a juice diet yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay that's pretty 2008 is pretty early in the in the juice diet game well, I mean, I stopped. I, I had been doing a juice diet for years, and I stopped in 2008. What was the juice? Uh, it was Hellsport. Have you heard of this? Oh, buddy. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah I'm acutely, acutely aware of Hellsport, actually. It's, um, 
it's the root of a lot of the problems on my show, on my podcast. Well, I, uh, I decided I wanted to try a new juice and, uh, this is what happened to me. I don't know. Some people. Wait, you switched from something? You switched from Hellsport? I switched from Hellsport, which was keeping me, uh, I mean, I still think I look pretty good, okay. but, uh. Well, agree, disagree. Um, but okay, wait, you're the first person I've talked to who got mutated worse by getting off of Hellsport. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I tried to, uh. I tried to uh, go back on it, but I couldn't afford it anymore because all my restaurants went out of business. I mean, that checks and, out. Um, now, it doesn't. They don't have it anymore. Yeah, no, it's over. It's uh, it was. It, they tried. Teleport tried to conquer the world, and they were defeated by the forces of good. It was like a huge, like a big, big positive. It was a good, a good day for everyone. Jesus Christ. So Ugh. The world has really changed. That's what I've been trying to tell you, man. I'm at least 311, you know. Yeah, I really Still going strong. When when was the last time 311 put out an album? Uh, well, their last album was in released in a I mean, they're the only thing I paid attention to. Was released in uh, 2017, June 23rd. Right, the the album Mosaic. Yeah, yeah, great album. Um, sure, yeah, kind much. of a mosaic of uh, good ideas. Right, yeah, sure, sure. Um, do you have I a, still got it? Do you have a favorite song off of Mosaic? Is it Inside Our Home? Is it, yeah, that that one's pretty good. Is, I like yeah. that one a lot. Fan of? Are you a fan of Syntax Error? I like all of the songs. Okay. I love all 60 minutes and 32 seconds of it. I love all the singles, Too Much to Think, Too Late, Till the City's on Fire, uh, Wildfire, The Night is Young, Island Sun, Perfect Mistake, Forever Now, One and the Same, On a Roll, which is what I am, no, with listing my favorite 311 songs from the hit album <laughs> Mosaic, which debuted at number six on the U.S. Billboard 200 with 39,000 album equivalent units, of which 37,000 were pure album sales. Okay? Yeah. It was yeah. well-received upon release. <laughs> sure. Well, I'm sure it was. It's just that, um... I'm sure it was. It's just that they don't... <laughs> what I think... Like, I haven't heard 311 on the radio in, in, in like, years. Do you know what Neil Z. Jung said about it? <laughs> Do you... From All Music? <laughs> he said it was a triumphant declaration from these vets. Like me, I'm a fucking vet of the restaurant business. Oh, is that... Do you think a that's... rousing promise that the party has yet to end. Do you think Just like my party is not ending anytime soon. Is, is that sort of? Do you think that's what? Come oregano. Do you think that is that what's happening here? Uh, uh, Come oregano. Clint, Clint, is that what's happening here though? Um, is it like you? You're so invested in 311 because 311 sort of trying to to reach their former heights of the early 2000s, and it seems like you sort of. What do you of, mean former heights? I mean, just you know, like, look, Mosaic's fine, but like it. It didn't move as many copies as, like, you know, whatever Amber was on and shit. Whatever Amber was on and shit. <laughs> yes. This is the kind of uh, respect Look, you... that these vets 
now uh, you, get from you. You just buzz, you just sort of showed up and came into my podcast. I didn't do 311 research. Your metrics are fucking shit. You don't know fucking shit about 311. You don't know shit about me. I don't know shit about 311. I think I've learned a few things about you. Um, I don't. What do you know? What do you know? I know you, you know that I'm 53, but I miraculously look like I'm 35. You know that. I know, you're, I know you have a hard time with names. I know you've got a lot of alleged ad experience, and uh, you've got metrics. Um, yeah, I have metrics. Yeah, I, I know. Um, I know you. You want You your wife left you in 2008. Um, why? Why do you bring things up like I'm that? Saying things I know. Why do you have to bring you? things up like that? <laughs> the thing. You know, people. Let me tell you something. Something that I've learned from my years doing business. Okay. Okay. You need metrics, right? Yeah. You need metrics. But you know what else you need? You need people on your side. You catch more flies with oregano than you do with vinegar. Okay? Uh, I mean, I don't know if that's true, but I understand the sentiment for sure. And you know what? You're giving me a lot of vinegar. I'm not getting any of that sweet, sweet oregano from you. I'm just giving what I'm getting from you. You know, I'm... I'm... I'm a podcast nah. host. I just, whoa. Um, I'm a podcast nah. host. I just, you know, I reflect the energy of the guest. So, like, if you're bringing this to the show, if you're finding this because you brought it here. You know what I'm doing now? You're making, like, a cat sound. It's an emphatic bark. <laughs> okay. Nah. Sure. But, like. Okay. Yeah. I understand. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And this is what I do. This is what I do to people who try to bring me down. You know what the color of your energy is? I feel like I can decide if you're going to say it's amber or it's not amber because I don't deserve it. It's not amber, buddy. Okay, sure. <laughs> it's like a caterpillar green or something. Okay. That's a bad energy. I feel like that's a nice color. It's a good color, but it's not good for your energy. Why? why can you... Is you want amber? Amber is a good color for your energy. Okay. Uh, Purple? Okay, I mean that's not, purple and green are my favorite colors. So like, I I don't know, I, that's not really relevant. But well, your your energy isn't purple. But it's green. It's green though. Uh, good for you, I guess. Yeah, I feel good about that. But it's caterpillar green. The caterpillars are cool. Like, that's you know. Well, anyway, look. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll. Let me just tell you something. As a successful entrepreneur. Okay. You suck. Hey! Whoa! Hello! Okay, talk to Luigi for me. Tell him, tell him about Come Oregano. Why do you think I'm going to do that for you? Now? You've just been nothing but mean to me. Because, you know what? Uh, Clint McFinnigan, I'm at the top, and you're at the bottom. I don't think... And I can throw you down. I can throw you down a piece of rope and pull you maybe about halfway up. Okay? I could pull you all the way up to the top. I don't want to do that. But you talk to Luigi for me, I'll maybe get you halfway. Hey. Okay, Clint. See, I think you're misunderstanding like the 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 leverage dynamic here. Um, I'm Clint McFucking Finnegan. Okay, yeah, no, I get, I know, I know who you are, but there's there's two I feel like important details of the situation that you're like sort of overlooking, which is one, um, it's my podcast, so I could just make sure no one hears any of this. Um, two, you wouldn't dare. Oh, who knows what I'll do. Two, you wouldn't I mean, two, you're looking at the scroll where I've been writing down all, everything you said. Um, I could just throw that in the incinerator toilet any time. 
Oh, you wouldn't dare. I'm just saying that, like, you know, you're coming at me with this, like, I'm Clint Finnegan. I'm in charge of everything. But, like, sorry, Clint McFinnegan. Um, but, like, I, you know, you're counting on me. Touche to Luxembourg. It's still not my name. Um, uh, oh, all right. Well, sorry. I just got a message uh, from from my ro- from one of the members of my robot crew. Um, it looks like we're actually going to be good uh, to take off in a little bit. So I'm going to go... Um, talk to Luigi for me. I'll talk to Luigi. I'll show him the episode. But I need to go uh, put on my helmet and uh, my sunscreen and uh, get ready to uh, to get the Zeppelin back uh, get back up in the air. Um, so... This has been another episode of the PWR cast. I guess thank you to Chet Blitz wherever you are. Um, and I guess thanks, Clinton McFinnigan. What do you mean you guess? I gave you some good advice. I, name one piece of advice you gave me. 311 is evergreen. Okay, yeah, that's true. Um, never mind. Yeah, all right. Well, thanks. Thanks sincerely, uh, Clinton McFinnigan. People don't like Italian culture. Okay, well, that's okay. Um, I don't know if I agree across the board with that one, but... Look, you know, you're you're a guy with your beliefs and that's all right. Can I crash here for a minute? I'm uh I'm between places we're right now. We're about to leave. Can I just stay? <laughs> we're really we're about to leave. Like we're about to take off. In the Zeppelin? Yeah, the Zeppelin's about to take off. Can I just stay in the Zeppelin? Uh, yeah, okay. There's a guest room in the back. You won't I, regret this. I am certain I will. You won't regret this luxury. Okay, I already do. There's a guest room in the back. All right, Party World Wrestling Multiverse. Look, this I'll let you know how it goes. We'll be in touch, but um, it's been real. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you to our guests, and uh, I'll catch you guys next time. Bye-bye. Hey, remember to come original. I mean oregano. Yeah, you, 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 do you want to take that again, uh, uh, Clinton? Do you want to try that one more time? Don't remember to come oregano. Did you say don't remember? Uh, did, you say, pre- did you say don't remember? Don't forget to come oregano. There you go. Uh, there will be a Primo's Pizzeria opening by you. Uh one of these days soon so uh so stay tuned uh for that and uh that is the show gang thanks very much talk to y'all later you got food you got food you got to come oregano you got to come oregano all hungry people come oregano you got to come oregano you got to come oregano all hungry people Hear why to come oregano, it's very tasty. You gotta eat that pizza, it's like a cheese pastry, a pastry with sauce. It makes you smile. All the hungry people, Buford and Lyle. Advice to the hungry folks who want some food. Primoza Italian cuisine is very good for your tummy. Rumbling around, the food's so nice, so good on your tongue, you shout with your lungs. Cause when a tasty treat's really delicious, you'll be surprised. It's very nutritious for your body, there's no way we can clone it. You will find out just what a calzone is.